0: You're listening to The Trailblazers Podcast, episode 15 with Stephen Hart. You're listening to The Trailblazers Podcast, where we will explore the stories of successful Black professionals. Join us as we highlight the knowledge, resources, and tools
1: of these accomplished trailblazers to help provide the know-how, confidence, and motivation you need to blaze
0: your trail. And now, here's your host, Stephen Hart. Hello and welcome back to the Trailblazers Podcast. Today's a day where I wanted to do my first solo show with you guys and just reflect on our journey so far. But before we get into today's review of where we've been, it was on my heart today to share a story with you guys to set the stage for uh, what I wanted to talk. Uh, what I wanted to talk about and have you take away most from today's episode. So. This story that I wanted to share was originally told by a man by the name of Dr. Russell Herman Conwell. He told this story more than 6,000 times all around the world. Dr. Conwell went on to become the founder of Temple University in Philadelphia. Now, I was introduced to Dr. Conwell by his now famous inspirational lecture, Acres of Diamonds, and it has inspired me in so many ways. And I just wanted to take a couple minutes at the beginning of this episode today to share a brief summary of this inspiring story with you guys. So, this is a true story of a Persian farmer named Ali Hafed, who was a wealthy man. Now, one day, Ali Hafed heard some tales about the exciting stories of other African settlers who had made millions by discovering diamond mines. Now, after he'd heard all about diamonds and how much they were worth, he quickly became discontented. Realizing the African continent was rich in diamonds, the farmer became determined to have a mine of diamonds for himself. And so he sold his farm, he left his family, and he went in search of diamonds. Now, Ali Fed spent the rest of his life wandering Africa and Europe, searching for diamonds without success. Finally, broken desperate, he threw himself into a tidal wave in Barcelona and drowned. Meanwhile, the man who had purchased Ali Hafed's farm one day led his camel into the garden to find water to drink. As the camel put his nose into the shallow waters of that golden uh, of that garden's brook, he found a large, unusual black stone in the stream, which cut through the property. It turned out it was a great diamond of enormous value, and he discovered that the farm was covered with all sorts of beautiful and valuable gems. It was actually to become one of the world's richest diamond mines of all time. The largest diamonds on earth came from that mine. Now you see, Aliafad had owned literally acres of diamonds, but had sold his property for practically nothing to go in search of them elsewhere. If Ali Hafed had only taken the time to study, to know what diamonds look like in their rough state and thoroughly explored his land, his gardens, his stream, the one he owned, he would have had, you know, pretty much all the millions he sought right on the land he'd been living on. A message of this story that I hope to impart to you guys today is that each of you listening is at this moment standing in your own acres of diamonds together. We've heard so far from 14 different trailblazers who are each experiencing success in their own lives. They're each successful mining their own acres of diamonds. Now, if we can extract some wisdom from each of these interviews and have the patience to intelligently and effectively explore how that could be applied to the work we are doing, we'll most definitely find the riches we seek, whether it be financial or intangible or both. Now, as Earl Nightingale, you know, once once said on this on this very topic, before we go running off to what we think are greener pastures, let's make sure that our own is not just as green or perhaps even greener while we are looking at other pastures. Other people are looking at ours somewhere within the work you are doing today lurks an opportunity which could bring you everything you could possibly want for yourself and your family. Guys, I hope that these past 14 weeks have blessed you as much as I've been blessed to go through this experience myself. I'd never have guessed that, you know, in the first three months of this podcast, we would have had an opportunity to talk with so many brilliant and amazing trailblazers who have pushed through their biggest failures, right? And, and challenges to experience success. In the past few days, I discovered that the Trailblazers podcast has already been downloaded in over 38 countries around the world. 38 countries. That truly amazed me. Thank you. You know, let me just stop and just say thank you, you know, for for your help in continuing to share the podcast with your network and your friends and your family and your colleagues. The news is certainly spreading all around the globe and it just amazes me. Now, I've heard from many of you guys about your favorite interviews and, you know, many have shared what they've learned so far. And I too, you know, I've personally learned so much from each and every one of our guests, but... A hope of mine, you know, which I shared with you guys in episode zero, is that, you know, we would learn from the parallels, the themes that rise up and are are, are present in different trailblazers, despite their occupation or industry. And there have been a few themes and, and several themes, really, in the first 14 episodes, but a few that I wanted to highlight and discuss with you. So... The rest of this time, I just wanted to spend with you and and share five main themes that I I discovered from from listening to these 14 guests. The first theme that I wanted to share was to pursue your passion right from the very first episode. We heard from episode one, Donald Kelly, and then episode two with Dwayne Watkins, where, you know, he shares his story about leaving his IT job to pursue a passion for photography that's now led him to becoming an award-winning wedding and lifestyle photographer. Fast forward to episode seven, when we heard Craig the barber, you know, and his tale about leaving a job, you know, within the banking industry to pursue his passion as a barber. Craig is now one of Hollywood's top grooming experts and a spokesperson for a few of the most respected brands in the world, right? The discussion about passion pops up in and out, you know, throughout different episodes. But again, it came up in episode 11, where our guest David Moody me this point.
2: And I think one of the biggest things we have to be honest with ourselves, what we are really good at doing, what we will do well. And mm. I'm sure people have heard this often, what you would get out of bed to do even if you weren't getting paid. They so need a passion. Yes, yeah, a passion but also a realistic um mm. view of what you are good at doing. I mean, that's like I wanted to be a singer. You know, I wanted to be a, a Broadway <laughs> singer cuz I was in some plays in high school. Well, yeah. I'm not that good. So I could chase a dream that, you know, I could have the most incredible passion, but you do have to be talented
3: and skilled. And you
2: got to be real about what you are really good at because all of us are good at something that could take us to another level. We got to find what that is and only we can find that.
0: So Mr. Moody says we need passion, but passion alone won't get you to your acres of diamonds. You need to also be skilled. Be really good at your craft, right? Not surprisingly, the perfect example of David's point at work in real life really, you know, is evident in the very next episode, episode 12 with Candace Mitchell. She's a 28-year-old CEO of a hair tech brand called Mayavana. And, you know, she combines something she's really passionate about here with her skill as a computer scientist. And she found, you know, her, her need in the marketplace, something that tees up my second point. Point number two, find your product market fit. Candice Mitchell did something she was passionate about and that she had a skill to do, but the most important thing that was a, a great takeaway was that her and her team did market research. They tapped into a need for a specific market. A specific market had a need that they were able to tap into. For the entrepreneurs listening, you've got to be very clear on how your product fits the needs of a specific, targeted group of people. Once you're clear on who that audience is, you can target them and scale your business. This theme was further supported in episode 13 with uh, Everett Taylor, and episode 14, most recently, with Clarence Wooten. The third theme I wanted to highlight today was to surround yourself with the right people. And I just want to go ahead and play a couple clips for you guys from David Moody and Tyvee Small. Here you go.
2: You gotta have people that are actually, um, who are, who are looking out for you. What I mean by that, people who are already successful, who want to see you be successful, give you words of encouragement. They'll make phone calls and people say, Hey, give this person a try. They'll call their right. banker for them. So, you know, you gotta have some people in your corner who can open doors for you and they want to see you successful and then you deliver the product. So it is hard to make it if you don't have anybody who's kind of like a, an advisor. Advisor or a mentor who's helping you navigate some of the, the bumps you're going to go through uh, in building a business.
0: Mm. A prior prior guest of ours, Tyvee Small, actually calls them sponsors
2: things that I've really
0: learned uh, recently is
1: mentors are good and mentors will give you advice and when you seek them out, um, they'll be there for you. But I, 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 what I tell students now is to get sponsors, right? So mentors mm-hmm. is passive, but sponsors are active, right? So sponsors mm-hmm. are the people who are going to open doors for you, not just tell you which door to go go to, but a sponsor is going to be someone who will grab your hand and who will open the door and say, this is Tyvee. I know him. Let's give him an opportunity. So I th- So I think sponsors take it a step further than mentors. Mentors are great people to have. Um and I t- and trust me I have several. Um but more and more I'm looking for sponsors. People who are going to see my value, see what I can bring to any situation or any organization, and then um, and, and then open doors for me. And so right now I tell my students, you you want to get sponsors, not mentors.
0: The fourth theme that was clearly evident pretty much in almost every episode. Guys Write down your goals. Craig the Barber said it best on why we should write down our goals.
3: And I, every time I have a thought, I write it down and I have a little section of where I write all the stuff down. And I, when I get an opportunity, I flesh them out and see how they are work, how they can work with what I'm currently doing. Or is that something that I, that's a three, four, five year plan away? All of those things. And you have to write it down. The, mm-hmm. the, the reason you write it down is because life happens and you'll forget it. And, it, and and you might have a great thought, and it might be kind of tugging at you a little bit. But then it it changes if you don't write it down because it's you know even a goal can morph. Uh, it mm. morphs on its own, but it morphs even more if you're not writing it down. You could think about oh I want to do this, and by Friday you want to do that. But then you added a couple more pieces to it, and so absolutely writing a goal is 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 huge. And I write them down all the time. And 2016's goals are pretty interesting and huge at the same time. And so I set a goal, you know, I create a deadline and I make a plan around it and I try not to waver with the deadline as much as I have the flexibility of being okay with if the plan changes, right. um, because you can change the deadline till it's four years, five years, seven years down the road. If it's going to work, it's going to work. Granted there, there, you know, you have to be realistic, but that's where the plan comes in. Right. Um, yep. So that's, that's just how I approach it.
0: Last and finally, not least, number five. Just keep going. Just do it. Just keep trying. I remember hearing this theme come through without me attempting to steer it against in that direction. And episode one, two, three, four, five, six all tap into this common thread. Episode six. Dylan Spratt actually stopped in the middle of the interview to ensure he drove home that point.
1: You know what? Let me tell you. Let me stop everything I'm about to tell people. This is what. I, <laughs> let me tell you something right now. <laughs> everything that's happened, every blessing that's happened in my life has come from me just trying. Me just mm. trying. Me getting on that Diddy show, I didn't know anything about auditioning. My homegirl just told me, Dylan, why don't you go just try? I said, you know what? I don't have anything to lose. I'm going to try. I tried and it worked. The internship at Yahoo, it was a a national contest. The odds, I felt like, were just no way. But I was like, you know what, I'm just going to try it. And I tried and it worked. You know how many people think that, you know what, I'm not going to try that. The odds are against me. A lot of people count themselves out. So Hmm. be one of the few that doesn't count themselves out and actually try. The pool is a lot smaller than you think it is. Trust me. So yeah, that's, that's, that's what I really, out of anything, please understand that the pool is a lot smaller than you really think it
2: is.
0: So guys, jot down these five themes. I'm going to go over the five core themes once more. Number one, pursue your passion. Number two, find the right product market fit. Number three, surround yourself with the right people. Number four write down your goals. Number five, just keep trying. Guys, you're standing in your very own acres of diamonds right now. It's time you uncovered your hidden gems. Remember, somewhere within the work you're doing today lurks an opportunity which will bring you everything you could possibly want for yourself and your family. Go out today, pursue your passion, find and exploit that thing that only you can bring to the world. I'll close out today's episode with a message from Candice Mitchell. Have a great day
3: always
0: believe in yourself. And believe in yourself when everything goes wrong and you're against all odds, and you don't know how something's gonna work and you don't know what's gonna happen. That's the moment in which it's of utmost importance to continue believing in yourself because you will face that at some time. And it's a time when people
1: often give up, but it should be, it can be a time that provides the greatest breakthrough in what you're facing.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Trailblazers podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone new. Invite them to check us out every Monday for new episodes. And don't forget to visit our website today at tvpod.com and also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at tbpod. Thank you so much for listening today.